Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. Hey friend, Angie Austin here with the good news. We are speaking with Steve Rampton again and his book, Alpha Nerd, Trendsetter, World Changer. And just to give you a little background on Steve, if you missed our last interview, he has his MBA. He's a retired naval officer. He says, wasting money on foolish college degrees is hurting young people, not helping them. He's encouraging parents and students alike to consider the alternative, the trades. A born-again Christian, Rampton says it's vital that parents find what their kids are good at, what they enjoy, help point them in that direction and encourage them to pursue their dreams. You know, a lot of student debt, a lot of uh, college tuition has skyrocketed. So, of course, the debt is as well. And uh, Steve is not anti-college, but he says not all students need to attend college. And he's joining us from the woods in New Jersey. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> You're right. I'm in the woods. Thank you very much. You are welcome. So I told you that I would speak with my kids because you have a few questions you like to ask your kids. And I don't know if mine are as decisive as your son was when he was going to uh, go to a military academy and he said, no, thanks, Dad. I want to draw, you know, comics or cartoons, caricatures. And you're like, what? What? I met, my husband would be like, are you out of your mind? He'd be like, you, you need to make money. I mean, he puts so much emphasis on money um, and uh, I think because he started out in a field where he didn't make much money and then made a slight change and quadrupled his money and then started his own business and went up again. And he realized, wow, there were so many years where I was a TV news director making 45 grand a year, which is not a lot for a family. And so he right. realized he could increase his level of income, even though he did like and was good at directing the news. But I think there has to be that happy balance between you you are going to need money to raise a family, but what also do you enjoy? So with your son, when he told you, hey, I don't want to go to a military academy. I want to draw. I'm an artist. What? How did that all shake out? Well, it told me that obviously I had not been talking to him like I should. Um, when you assume stuff, you get into trouble. And he was such a bright young man. I mean, he had a perfect SAT. Oh, wow. Um you know, academically, he was unbelievable. And I just figured he would use that. But he was also good at drawing. His mother started him drawing Woody Woodpecker when he was like three or four years old. And uh, we've got books where there's like 20 different Woody Woodpeckers. So he was pretty good at that, too. Um, So when he told me, I don't want to do the military academy, I I just went, okay, what do you want to do? And he said, art. And my just my stomach just fell. I mean, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'll uh, bet. I thought, you know, what you did. You know, how are you going to make money doing art? And my joke is, the Vatican's not hiring right now. But he didn't think that was very funny. So. Oh my God. Um, well, you I told said, You're me. I have to figure you, out how to do this. By the way, as a sidebar, you told me about his website, and you're he's super talented. Oh, you looked at it. Yes. 
Yeah, he's amazing. He's really, really amazing. But who would have getting into animation? He tells me so. I mean, who would have known he could make money doing caricatures? I mean, he's like this is a full on living. Well, it took a while. I mean, I supported him for a while, and and I was so happy the day he said, "I don't need your money anymore." Um, But uh, he's built a worldwide business based on the internet. You know, God's timing is everything. So he came into being uh, at a time when the internet came and. He sells all over the world. He keeps track of all the countries. And it's wild, too, because uh, now with the Internet, you can sell something. Like I see a lot of his art posters are $15.60 and up. Like, you're thinking, 15 Like, what, what can you buy with that? Like, lunch? You know, but it's all <laughs> over the world. It just adds up. It's so crazy. Yeah, he's he's figured out a way. He's actually taking another course uh some guy is linked up with Google to try and improve his business. So he's actively seeking to build his business. And I didn't teach him that. This is something he's doing on his own. And I'm very proud of him. Well, obviously, they're, um, you know, the, the intelligence uh, certainly help with this. And I've told my kids that, too. Like, look, if you don't want to go to college, but you want, let's say you wanted to groom animals. Let's say that was your thing. One of my daughters okay. loves animals. I'm like, then we will help you get set up and learn how to be a business person with your own company, you know, with your own business. And so right. we will scale this. We aren't just going to do like you working at, you know, uh, pets down the street where, you know, you make a wage. We want you to have a way to grow your business um, and and be, you know, to benefit from your hard work financially as well. So let's talk about the questions that you tell people to either ask their children to steer them in the right direction for their passion or calling in life um, or, you know, ask their children or themselves. So let's start there again. And I'll tell you what I did with my kids. Okay. Well, I mean, I start with the basics. Uh, what do you like? What do you like to do? Um then what are you good at? Because we've got my grandson's a good athlete, and there's a couple of boys around us that want to be good athletes, but they're just not. Huh? Sorry, so that's funny. <laughs> you have to be realistic um, in in what you think you're good at. Uh, mentors can help with that, and then you try to build on that. To okay, what are you going to use that for? To to build a life, to build a career. Um, I definitely did not want them to waste waste their money and my money in college where they didn't know what they wanted to do because I wasn't going to pay 30 grand a year just to have them have a good time. Yeah, they can have fun in my basement with the popcorn maker (laughs) and the the big screen TV. I don't need to pay 30 grand for that. That's exactly right. So that's that's the way we sort of built it. My daughters were easier. Uh, One's a nurse and one's a teacher. Nice. But even the young one, at one point, she said, Dad, I hate school, and she dropped out. Wow. So that's it tough. took her getting trampled by a horse to change her mind. <laughs> yeah, it, my, my son wasn't sure what he wanted to do until he worked at this Christian farm all summer, picking weeds and, uh, and planting and harvesting in 97-degree heat. And then oh he's like, God. I don't like this manual labor thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, at some point, there's a wake-up call. Um, one thing you can do is support them and have a time limit. Uh, when Derek Jeter was coming up in school, he signed a contract with his parents that listed the priorities, and school was number one. He had to maintain a B average. He had to be on time, you know, get home on time. And then the sports, 
you know, came from that. I mean, he had some basic stuff. It's the same with, with my kids. Okay, I'll do this and that, and it's not for forever, and there's some basic things I want you to do. And, I mean, there were some dips and doodles, but basically it worked out. Well, you know, you talk in your book, uh, Alpha Nerd, tread, Trendsetter, World Changer, about, you know, people being sheep. A lot of people are social che- sheep. And so I think that does lead to a lot of them just going to college. So we sat down for the teaching moment with our kids. We've been talking, by the way, a lot about Coach, the late, great uh, Coach John Wooden and some of his, uh, yeah. his uh, yeah. you know, quotes that are so inspirational. And we in our teaching moment we we asked them you know what let's think about the future you don't have to go to college we would like you to but if you don't have uh, an interest in that an area that you need a college education for we'll go in that direction now you know my son is already in this uh he's in a regular high school but then they have this innovation campus where nine schools come together in the district and they can take all kinds of trade classes but he's taking college business courses which he loves because i told you he's already running his own business that's very successful that he started when he was 13. okay high-end shoe resale sneakers and then uh so he wants to be a businessman maybe an investment banker like He's kind of like his father. He's uh, got the dollar signs in his eyes. Now, my middle daughter has, um, she's very compassionate, has always had great empathy. Like at a funeral, would be walking around to our relatives who are crying and hugging them and um, bringing Kleenex Uh with her. And ever since she was little, she just had a heart for others. Children... People in pain and animals. So she's already taken some emergency medicine classes, like, you know, like kind of uh, EMT type courses. So she thinks she wants to be an EMT firefighter. Now, the reason that I do see this could be a possibility is because the chick is a brute she is um one of the top swimmers uh, on her team she had the highest point total on her team this summer uh individually and she is um a high school volleyball player and club volleyball player and she's very strong and lifts with her father um goes to the gym several nights a week we have family gym nights so she has that physical like she's tall she's strong she's muscular and she cares about others. So, okay, so through your questions, she's kind of leaning in that direction, okay? And then the third one is sassy, and I used to call her my six-year-old attorney, then my seven-year-old attorney, then my eight, now she's my 13-year-old attorney, and she is in your face with justice and how things need to be right. She was at school the other day, and she needed to go to the restroom, and she said to the teacher, oh, she's back from the restroom. Can I go now? And the child screamed at her at the top of her lungs i how many times do i have to tell you i'm not a female and then my daughter got called in for sexual harassment because she had mis uh gendered her and my daughter came home and she's like let me tell you something right now this legally is not fair i had no ill intention of calling her a she i had no idea and they cannot put something like that in my file when i was not sexually harassing everyone and so i'm like okay she wants to be an attorney I said, what kind? And she said, I don't know the kind that probably makes the most money. So I think we need to do a little (laughs) bit more honing there in her choices. So we're we're getting like off on the right foot with your book, Alpha Nerd. That's very encouraging to me. Um, I'm getting the best reports from mothers where they're using the book like you are. And it's a lot of really good positive feedback. Uh, did you know in the NFL, um, the Super Bowl game where they had the helmet catch? No. Okay, there was a guy 
on the Giants named David Tyree, and he's most famous for the helmet catch oh in the my Super gosh. Bowl. Where he, he, he got the ball on top of his helmet and basically held it there, <laughs> and they counted as the catch. Well, I met David Tyree this week with uh, my grandson. My grandson plays three sports. Cool. And... Oh, I see the picture. That's so crazy. <laughs> so it was nice to meet him. I had a nice chat, and I, Isaiah was thrilled, of course. And then I walked over to talk to his wife because his wife was there, and they have seven children. And she said, basically said, can I have one of your books? I, I said, sure. Um, you only want one? And she goes, no, well, we have seven children. Oh, wow. And I'm having problems with, and she didn't tell me which one. But I'm going to use your book to open the discussion uh, with the child to try and hone, because he's all over the place. He, he has no idea what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm I didn't either. I didn't either, Steve. Well, it's it's just one of those things that, I wrote it for young people. I, you know, I, I also included a lot of history for the teachers, and I'm hoping teachers will use it. Uh, one lady in her um, Amazon review said, oh, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm going to go investigate these people in history. That's kind of cool. But it's mainly for the young people to help them hone their course because we don't need a bunch of kids going to college just for the experience. We need kids that actually have an idea of what they want to do and not waste their money and their parents' money. You know what we should do? This would be so much fun, I think. Um, In one of our future interviews, I'm just assuming you're going to keep joining me from time to time, uh, we should get a kid. uh, I've got one in mind who really doesn't know what he wants to do, and he's not going to high school anymore. He is, I don't know, he might be too shy, but to find a kid, like, I was trying to tell him, like, you could do this and this. Like, his parents aren't really into education, and he's kind of just going to get his, you know, He's doing the homeschooling, but it's not really homeschooling. It's that guided learning. And he just kind of wants, and he's working at Target. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you're smart. You do this, this, and this. Like, what can we do? You know, I'm trying to get him all excited. And he hasn't had that kind of guidance yet. So I'd love to get a kid on the show with you, with me kind of, you know, uh, monitoring it. And and then see what we can do with him. All right. Of course, we're out of time again because I get carried away with talking with you. (laughs) Uh, Give us your website. Alphanerd.com. Well, that's easy enough, Steve Rampton. All right, talk to you next time. Thank you. When you shop at your local ARC, your hard-earned money directly supports individuals with disabilities. 80% of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities are unemployed. At ARC thrift stores, approximately 20% of their employees are individuals with intellectual or developmental disabilities. ARC Thrift is one of Colorado's most prominent employers for people with disabilities. They provide extra support for their employees, allowing them to decide how they live, learn, and work through the ARC Ambassadors program. The program provides a community for employees with disabilities where they create lasting friendships. ARC Thrift Ambassadors attend social events throughout the year. ARC is a company that lives and breathes its mission of going above and beyond to create a space of inclusivity, morale, and culture. Shop at an ARC Thrift store near you. Find your nearest location at arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Longmont is listening to the Mighty 670 KLT Denver. 
Hey there, friend, Angie Austin. I've got a great interview for you coming up, uh, but I wanted to speak with you myself for a little bit because we have uh, about five minutes and there's a couple things that have been on my mind lately. And I've been doing so many interviews with authors that I haven't spoken uh, to before and their testimonies, their stories their, of loss and of joy and life lessons. It's just like, so much information in my head lately that it's really got me thinking and it's kind of renewing my energy, my get up and go. Uh, Mark Moore, for instance, talked about losing his daughter and that depression is a thief, he said. And I think about a lot of the losses my family has experienced, whether it be the murder or the drug addiction, you know, the violence, the, you know, everything my mom's gone through and I'm you know I know I'm hard on her sometimes because she deals with things differently than I do and I'm very proactive and uh, she isn't and you know I so I I can't judge her too much because everyone handles their pain differently Uh, but with that said it's really given me some initiative Um, uh, for instance another thing that really got me thinking was uh, Jim Stovall you know who's blind and who's written 54 books that he writes books he can't read and makes movies he can't see. Ninth movie now he's working on. So you think about someone like that, and then Mark Moore writing a book after losing his daughter, college-age daughter, to an accident, and then like the Lord calls on him to get out of bed in the mornings and really get some things done, as he put it, to show his scars to other others, to like show his scars to help others heal. And I have felt that many times like the Lord wanted me to give my testimony and share some of the things I've been through, um, you know, to help others who are going through the same thing that you can come out and be a victor rather than a victim. Um, And then speaking with Ross Schaefer, a really good friend of mine and his fiance, Allison, who just wrote a book and they put a lot of their stories in there and it's his 10th book. And so I've known for a long time that I needed to do some of these things, but it's easier to go um, take a nap after I've gotten the things done for my mom and the kids and the appointments and the groceries and the carpool and the da 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 But maybe I am supposed to jump into it a little more. I mean, I've thought even about quitting the show several times because I don't do this for the money per se. I do this um, more as a ministry, which you probably know. But hey, if you want to support uh, local radio, I mean, you could always get in touch with me and we can build up your business or your nonprofit, uh, AngieAustin.org. But again, I'm finding in continuing to do this show that it's benefiting me a lot more than I thought it would. I hope it's also benefiting you and that you hear someone speak about something that you can really relate to in your life. And again, I just felt led to just talk to you right now about some of this this stuff um, because I'm really feeling a lot more motivated to do whatever it is Whatever God's next calling or plan for me is, I felt a little bit stuck in a rut. Not with my family. That's my ministry. My kids, like, I love all of that. But then that just, like, lull in the day where you're like, okay, I could do this, 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 and this. I could start that book. I can do the interviews with my mom. I can do these things that I need to do on the house because we've been really improving the house. Like all these things, right? Um, I've got to pick up mom's prescription. I've got to get Mark's appointment. I've got to take my mom to the doctor today. She has physical therapy. Like I have all that, right? Then I have that lull when I could really do something productive. 
And what do I do sometimes? I go take a nap. And so I don't know what that is a sign of not being motivated because I've never not been motivated in my life. Seriously, like I'm a motivated person. So this doing this show by myself and really going back to the good news format, it's really spurred me on to do the next thing, whatever that is the Lord's calling me to do. And I feel it. I feel there's something. And continuing the show was something. I was going to quit the show. Like recently, I think it was January, we were going to put the show to bed. We are, I just formally said, we're putting the show to bed. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, I get a lot out of this that I think other people do. Like, I feel it's a ministry when I bring these people on and their stories are just so touching. And I learn so much. And I don't know, some of these people on the show are amazing. I mean, they're just mind-blowingly amazing, and especially in their faith. Like, I think that's what really gets to me a lot of a, to- a lot of time is like somebody like Beatrice Bruno, whose faith is so strong that she'll move across the country when the Lord feels, when she feels the Lord is calling her to do something. I mean, so many people I have in the show, their faith is so strong that I'm in awe of it. Like, I admire it. Like, I want to feel more of that. So anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about some of this and kind of where things are going. I'm trying to get on more authors, more people, new voices, but still some of the great old voices. Like, Jim Stovall is going to be on my show once a week. That man is one of the most amazing people I've ever spoken to on the radio in my entire life. And just every week I learn something new from him. I mean, 50, what, four books is it now and nine movies and he's blind? Like, how does he do all this? Oh, and he's, he's the people that work for him. They've worked there like 30, 40 years and they're all millionaires because he takes such good care of them. Okay, so just like a lot of information is rolling through my head because I'm interviewing so many different people. I hope you're enjoying them. You can find all of my podcasts at AngieAustin.org. Again, that's AngieAustin.org. And we're switching gears here. Um, and this is actually actually a topic I'm really interested in. Um, I have a lot of friends who live in wildfire areas and for goodness sakes, you know, we've had them quite a few in Colorado, but I've got some relatives, cousins that give me updates all the time because they live in wildfire country. One lives close to paradise, the town that was completely taken out several years back. So I'm getting emails and pictures and maps all the time. So we are getting wildfire preparedness tips and expert advice in this sponsored interview from an expert in the area, Karen Collins, assistant vice Vice President at American Property Casualty Insurance Association. Welcome to the Good News, Karen. Thanks. So great to be here. Okay. So I know there's so much we can do to prepare, but there comes a point when there's nothing else you can do and you have to be prepared insurance-wise as well. So uh, let's get started. What are some of your tips just to get prepared for wildfires in general? So let me give you maybe our three quick top tips that you should focus on. Number one, the five-foot zone. It is most important to create a five-foot ignition-resistant zone around your house. Clear the debris off your roof and gutters. Remove all those combustible items like vegetation, furniture, even firewood piles from within that five-foot perimeter of the home, including stuff you might normally store under your decks. From there, you can build out zones with defensible space, but that first five feet is most important. Number two, update your policy. Construction costs are way up right now, and you got to make sure you have the right kind and amount of insurance coverage in place. And number three, home inventories. Create a home inventory using your smartphone by taking a video of each room in your home and saving that footage virtually so you have that record in the event a loss does occur. And that's so simple. That's literally like my mom could do it. Well, maybe if I started the video for her, but you just walk around and say, you know, this is my computer. I bought it last year. Uh, It's this brand, you know, just kind of walk around and show everything, right? 
Exactly. It's a very simple thing. Highlighting what you paid, where you bought it from, when you bought it. Just Again, higher end items, electronics, appliances, sports equipment, or things that are like jewelry or artwork that are more unique. Make sure you're making note of those. And go through drawers, closets, even the garage. Don't forget about those spaces. But most importantly, if you do the footage, which you should, make sure you store it in a safe place, like in the cloud or a fireproof safe yes. somewhere away from the home so you can access it. Yes, and have your documents ready that you need to take with you because when they tell you to get out, my opinion is get out because we hear so many yeah. horrible stories about people saying, well, I didn't want to leave this like that. Like, have your documents in one container, one safe, whatever. Throw it in the car, get your mm-hmm. pets in there, and get out. Uh, in your family, of course, get those kids in there. But yes, uh, but you know what I mean. Like people, yes, people don't prep for that, and then they stall, and it's so mm-hmm. dangerous. And it's not right. It's not fair to the firefighters for them to be worrying about mm-hmm. you and trying to get you out because you won't leave when they should be just fighting the fire. <laughs> yeah, we, we we don't think with the rural areas that those small back roads they get congested and the fire can create road hazards so don't wait do those early evacuations to give everybody a a best chance of being safe now when you talk about um you know kinds of coverage um getting the right kind what do you mean by that because i do Mm -hmm. i'll be honest with you i'm a very well educated person i get very confused by insurance as do most you're not alone um, don't leave your insurance on autopilot. You don't want to be caught by surprise when the loss happens. So have that conversation in advance with your insurance company or agent. Inflation's through the roof, so don't even wait for the next annual renewal. Make sure that you actually talk with them about the current limits you have. And we're talking about limits to rebuild your yes. home. That's based on the construction costs of the materials and the labor. What are those costs locally? You need to reflect that in the coverage limits that you carry. Um, also, your coverage is going to be based on the type of home you have, the, the, the finishes that you have, granite or wood flooring and the square footage. If you've done home improvements recently, the, the pandemic was very popular to do, you know, improvement projects that you kind of put off or people added on a new uh, work from home space or the kitchen upgrade, whatever it be, make sure those are reflected as well. And then go into optional coverages that you might not be aware of that you might have or want to increase. Couple quick examples, extended replacement cost coverage. When everyone's dealing with the same catastrophic loss, there's a demand surge for materials and labor, which pushes those costs even higher. Oh, yes. Extended replacement cost coverage can give you an extra cushion when those sort of events happen to absorb that. Similarly, in states that are implementing new building codes, like indoor fire sprinklers, for example, or green energy ordinances like solar panels. Those you might need to include when you rebuild, but if they aren't on your home currently, that's an additional cost and your ordinance coverage will help absorb that above what the cost to normally rebuild is. Two great optional coverages. And then also with the timeframes that are taking longer to rebuild with so many supply chain issues and and natural disasters, Things are just taking longer to rebuild. So additional living expenses, that, that, that time that you're out of your home while it's being rebuilt, that coverage, additional living expenses, will help offset those expenses. You might want to increase those also right now given the um, 
impacts on, on reconstruction trends lately. Well, and I was reading uh, that construction costs have gone up 44%. That's mind-blowing to me. I mean, I cannot believe that, but we just put in hardwood floors, and I know how expensive that was per foot just for, um, you know, the the actual wood itself. And so, um, yeah, and I we just redid our insurance, and I think so many of us are on um, autopilot, Karen, like you said. I think it's mm-hmm. so important. It took us two days, like literally two days of being on the phone, trying to get callbacks, comparing different things, um, not getting a return mm-hmm. call. And I'm sorry, like if your insurance company says they're going to call you back today and they don't call you back till later, uh, like two, three days later, and then says, uh, what did they say to us? They said, uh, oh, well, we are busy. H- Hello, can you send an email saying I'll get back to you on a different day? Oh. Like it, it. I can mm-hmm. see why it. If you're edu- if you're trying to educate yourself on insurance and get the right stuff because we needed to increase everything, um, it does take quite mm-hmm. a bit of time. So, but let me tell you something: it is worth it. Our um, w- whatever mm-hmm. my husband just worked out and comparing this, that, and the other, uh, it was. I mean, it saved us so much money, but we have better coverage as well. I think when yeah. we get an autopilot mm-hmm. and we have an agent that maybe hasn't been in touch with us, get in touch with them or find an agent that's yes. going to take care of you. And if people do need more information, Karen, because this is such an important topic, insurance, but a lot of people don't want to deal with it, where do they go for more info? Yeah, yeah you can come to our website, www.apci.org backslash wildfire. We have a lot of great resources on how to mitigate your home and the recovery process. Yes, apci.org backslash wildfire. apci.org backslash wildfire. And if you have any questions about that, uh, just go to angieaustin.org and I'll give you the website. Thank you, Karen. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.